You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. talking about abortion and the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago. Wait a minute. What show have I found myself on? Sorry, you're not watching the actual news. You're listening. Is this, is this Electric SBC Liberty Land circa, circa 2017? Yeah, it's about to get very, very heated in here. Nope. Unless you think that Ezra Miller is a dangerous topic. We'll be talking about the potentially doomed Flash film, the death of the Batgirl movie, and a lot of the other nonsense going on with Warner Brothers Discovery as they attempt to potentially reboot their entire line of DC movies. You're listening to the SBC Newsroom. I'm Rumpster W. Martinez, bringing to you Florida Man himself with his brand new Alligator Fight Club punch card finally filled out and punched through. Mr. Mark Claire. Mark, how goes it? Hola, Chico. Yes, I have had, I've only wrestled four of my five alligators, so I'm still waiting for my official Florida man uh, card, but uh, we're working on it. Should be soon. Well, Mark, you haven't missed much other than the fact that we're all still talking about a couple of things. The fact that Marvel last month, as we've gone ahead and chronicled on the last couple SBC newsrooms, is boasting about a lot of their upcoming projects on Disney Plus in theaters and comics and games and more. Whereas Warner Brothers Discovery seems to be having a night of long knives, scrapping a lot of the previously AT&T owned uh, and directed and produced products, such as the $20 million Batman movie, the $200 million Flash film they went ahead and also canceled other projects such as michael b jordan's val zod uh, superman movie we haven't heard about whether or not the jj abrams and tanahisi coates black superman film is uh saved or killed but we do know that other projects such as constantine such as peacemaker season two and more the you know the ones that people actually like and people actually watched are safe so I, I don't know where to start. I think we should just go ahead and jump to the top of the shit pile here. The Flash film, while it has the potential to be a really good movie, they, Warner Brothers Discovery is not very confident that 
even if it goes out, it's going to matter much longer. Apparently, they went ahead and filmed several um, potential endings for the film, including several new post-credit scenes. They went ahead and also recently uh, filmed a brand new post-credit scene for Black Adam, which comes out in less than two months. It seems like they're moving in a lot of different directions. One of the rumors that we're also hearing is that the the president of Warner Brothers Discovery is also trying to bring back the Snyderverse. Now, other people are saying that's just a rumor, but the fact is nobody shot it down yet. And usually Warner Brothers has been pretty good at saying whether or not it's dead or not. So it seems like you've got this one group within Warner Brothers Discovery, which is probably a hangover from the old uh, AT&T days. And then you've got the new group, which is looking at this and basically saying, we don't want to put out shit. We want to put out stuff people will actually like. We want to put out stuff that that people will actually spend money on. It is not a very comfortable time to be a DC fan. And to just cap it off here, people are freaking out about whether or not DC Comics is no longer DC Comics. Apparently, they recently went ahead and changed their whole branding to just DC, removing the word comics from all of it. I think on that, people are over-exaggerating. But that does show that Everything under the Warner Brothers Discovery umbrella from comics to movies to shows to games is all kind of up in the air. You know what this reminds me of, Remzo? I'm going to uh, tie this in uh, for our pro wrestling fans. This reminds me of in uh, the late 90s or maybe it was the early 2000s when World Wrestling Federation as well. I was going to say as you knew it when you grew up. No, you didn't. You were you were the twinkle at then. As I, I knew it when I grew link. up. As I knew it when I grew up, it was the World Wrestling Federation. Uh, and then it became World Wrestling Entertainment. This is not the exact same thing cuz the wrestling is still in there, but after that, uh, Vince McMahon made this concerted effort. It was a change that I think astute wrestling fans uh, noticed. They stopped wanting to call their uh, performers. <laughs> I'm using their lingo now. Uh, they stopped wanting to call them wrestlers, and they started wanting to call them sports entertainers. So all of the shift of wrestling, and Vince McMahon even would start saying, like, we're not a wrestling promotion. We're an entertainment company. Uh, and you can definitely see that once they started calling wrestlers superstars and sports entertainers and refusing to refer to them as wrestlers, there was definitely a concerted change in the product. And it, it, it did become more about, we're entertaining you. And we're going to do that in a variety of ways. Yeah, some guys might be wrestling around on a mat. That might be part of it, but we're an entertainment company first and foremost, not a wrestling company. This this kind of reminds me of something similar. They're saying we're an entertainment company. We're a media company. Sure, there might be some books with pictures in them, but that's not what we do here. Yeah, as a as a professional digital marketer, I didn't freak out as much because if they were going to do that, they would have gone ahead and put out a giant press release. They would be doing the rounds, explaining why they're ditching comic books. The truth is is as long as DC is still around DC Warner brothers, discovery, everything that's making money off of a DC intellectual property, it it has to come from the comics. They're not going to stop comics. Now, what will that look like? Will it look like less titles? Will it look like less, um, you know, less frequency in terms of when, how often books are coming out. Does that mean that they shift away from uh, physical, you know, paper sales and move entirely digital? I don't know. And this isn't a new conversation though, but you know, I see this as Warner brothers discovery, looking at DC as a brand and thinking, you know, they need to change 
how they approach things because they're no longer a comic book company that licenses out IP and stuff to go ahead and make games and movies and shows. They are a multimedia company that goes ahead and creates whole different types of things for different types of people based off of comic book characters. And I think that kind of leads into what's going on with, um, with all the movies and shows outright. I don't know anybody who was excited for Batgirl. I don't know anybody that really wanted um, a Supergirl movie. It seemed like during the AT&T era, which I have defended sometimes, but there's a lot more cons than there are pros. It seemed like it, it was the reverse of the, like the supply and demand cycle that you expect in a regular you know business environment. Give the people what they want, give them what they might not know they want yet, and hopefully they will like it and give you money. Instead, I, it was here is what you will like, and if you don't like it, you're a racist. And if we don't make money, we don't care. I just had a brilliant idea that's not directly responding to your point right there, but only because you said the word reverse. Check this. Check this idea out. They've already shot. This whole movie, the fucking Flash movie, while Ezra Miller is like riding across the country uh, in a sex death cult or whatever the hell he's doing, <laughs> instead of just you know now they're in this position where they're trying they're try- they have to run away from the star, but they've shot this movie, reshot this movie. It's supposed to like set up the whole DCEU multiverse or whatever they want to do with it. So they're stuck in this position. So here's what they do: they just rework the movie. So Ezra Miller is the reverse flash and you just change his costume in every scene from the the red to the yellow and, you know, make Michael Keaton the hero of the movie or or whatever. No, what they need to do is they need to go back to their heritage and somehow create a superhuman capable of super speed, much like Christopher Reeves in the first Superman movie (laughs) and have him go around the earth to take us back a couple of years to before they started shooting this and cast Grant Gustin as he should have been in the first place as, as it should have been. I mean, this whole thing, I I think it's going to be a good film because I think it's a good character. I think it's, it's going to be a good story. It has every right to be, but we've seen how these things sometimes play out in the past in the DCEU, which I, which I would say, I think we'd probably both agree has been a mixed bag so far. Yeah. I I mean, it's just, it's just the fact of it. So basically Warner brothers has put out three options that were, were leaked to the press. Here are the three options for the flash. Um, And and this has ramifications for everything. And and before I get into that, you know, one of the ramifications we're seeing is because of DC's um, film schedule, film release schedule, uh, They've had to do some drastic stuff. So Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom was supposed to come out after The Flash. And that film was going to have a Ben Affleck. I'm sorry, was going to have a Michael Keaton Batman in it. Well, now, because Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom is coming out before The Flash, they couldn't take out all the Batman stuff from there. So what they had to do is they had to bring Ben Affleck back back and reshoot all of Michael Keaton's scenes with Ben Affleck or else the whole thing wouldn't have made sense. So that's already one thing that's happened. But so, okay, so let's just recap here, because I'm still unclear on, on, on this whole thing. So originally in Flashpoint, it was supposed to swap the Batmans. Is that correct? Yes. But now it's not due to whatever number of changes. So it's, now it's not yet because now, according because to of when it comes out, out because of when yeah, it comes be, out, because okay. of that messed up everything. So you can't have Michael Keaton Batman in a movie where he hasn't yet been introduced and where there's no context to what's going on. So because of that, they just threw out all the flash related stuff and it'll still have Batman, except it'll have the current Batman, which is still technically Ben Affleck. 
Okay. Well, if it gets me more Batfleck, I'm okay with it. No complaints there, but I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, he carries a hefty price tag. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Michael Keaton is, uh, is, is no, but yeah, I mean, they already paid him for those scenes. So they have to now reach back into that very large, uh, granted pocketbook to, to pay Affleck again, who, I mean, Hey, look, if, if all of this craziness just results in us getting more glimpses of Batfleck, who I think you and I are both pretty big fans of overall, uh, not necessarily every role that character has been put into or how that's all been written. But I think Affleck's portrayal as grizzled old Batman Look, he's not my favorite Batman. That's Michael Keaton. But he's, I think he's pulled himself to number two at this point. Yeah. I mean, it's it, for me, it's a 50-50 swap given the day. Um, so here's what Warner Brothers is looking at doing with the Flash film, which is set to come out next year. The first option is that they will do a very limited press tour in which they will bring out um, Ezra Miller um and he will they'll probably give him a whole ton of money and he'll have very limited speaking time and they'll basically try and make it look like look we did it you know check that can box they, can they even trot him out there at this point like i don't think i don't see how they i mean like, with what's like going on now charles manson i mean we don't even know where he is he was in vermont recently and apparently he broke into somebody's home wearing I mean, a dress this would be more a- funny if it wasn't so serious too i mean this this kid is twisted i mean i don't want to get in too much of a rant but he 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 seems like um a very classically raised up in hollywood fucked up kid that probably had some fucked up shit happen to him as a youth growing up in in the hollywood realm let's put it that way but i'm not going to go too much further on zach snyder never wanted him and he's probably watching this thinking if you'd let me cast who i wanted to cast which was not ezra miller we wouldn't be dealing with this shit you know who that was who he wanted to cast no. Grant Gustin, hopefully? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, they had the perfect flash. They had, I mean, Grant Gustin, now that, that show has is, is really gone off the rails, I think, but the, the first three or four seasons of that flash show are, are just fantastic comic book television. television. And it's like 70% because of Grant Gustin just playing that role so perfectly. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they'll be able to bring him out. I don't even think he cares about money anymore, else he wouldn't be destroying his, his, you know, his meal ticket for the rest of his life. But that's that's option one. The second option is they don't do a press tour at all, uh, and somewhere in between that, I think you know, for for both the first option, and the second option was change out the ending to somehow try and remove him as the Flash or something like that. I mean, they they, they can't they can't. It hit would on be that. hilarious if after all of this, Flashpoint results in them sw- swapping him out with Grant Gustin. <laughs> <laughs> After Which, all of this, I mean, like every fan wanting him in the first place, like, I wouldn't put it, it outside the realm of possibility. So, so the third one is, uh, I mean, they I'm can't sorry. have him in flash movies anymore. They can't, they, after this, they can't have him. No, they, they can, now they can say, look, we already shot it, all this, but they're not going to be able to get away with that again. So like Warner he's Brothers, done after this. yeah, I mean, Warner Brothers has also stated that he is not slotted to return for any of the fantastic beast movies. All, all those. Oh Harry yeah, Potter well yeah, I'm sure. Look, if they cancel, if they cancel Johnny Depp from those movies, they goddamn well better cancel Ezra Miller from. Oh them. my god, yes. So, so the second option is completely, um, you know, don't have him involved, and then the third option is completely shelf the movie. Completely well, they can't do that. They can't off. do that either. I mean, they they could. I guess they did the because they had already shot a lot of Batgirl. Is that they right? They shot all of Batgirl. Oh my god, they shot the whole movie and then post effects and everything. It was done. Because yeah, because they pulled it because it got such bad audience reactions. 
Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty. That means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right? Yeah. Isn't that part of it? And then I, I also saw recently, I don't know how true this is, it was just a headline I saw, but I saw something that re- at screenings of Black Adam were getting similar responses as the Batgirl screenings, the same movie they just pulled. W- what's different, though, is that The Rock can oh, put out a the bad Rock is movie. What's different. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, The Rock can put out a bad movie and it'll still make billions of dollars. I'll pay 20 bucks to watch The Rock read the, the encyclopedia, you know? So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, people, I think are, okay there. people are lampooning um, DC uh, League of Super Pets because it, it's underperformed, especially on the box office weekend where, you know, Top Gun uh, sales are trying to dwindle and Top Gun is probably the best movie of this year, Top Gun Maverick. It wasn't competing with, uh, you know, Minions, The Rise of Gru. It had no competition and it didn't do well. Well, it didn't do well because... You can't get children excited for a rock appearance the way that you can get adults excited to see him in a live action film. Those, you know, he's not a voice actor. I mean, many popular live screen performers have not always transitioned well over to, um, you know, voice acting. And I mean, that that movie wasn't like, you know, a lack for for cast. It had John Krasinski as Superman. It had Keanu Reeves as Batman. It had... Um, uh, not Chris Rock. What's his name? Oh. Other, other Kevin Hart. I, I Kevin hate that Hart. I'm has, responding has Kevin, to your racism. Yeah, it has Kevin Hart. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a little black guy. My um, wife also thinks Kevin. that he's that they're the same person too. Every time he's like, "Isn't that Chris Rock?" I'm like, "No, honey, that's Kevin Hart." <laughs> yeah. So I mean, she's Mexican. That, she doesn't know any better. She 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 gets the pass. But anyway, this you know that that movie was not lacking for people. It's just that it was. P- P- kids didn't kids kids care less about actors than adults do that's just it so i mean the i think when black adam comes out it'll make a ton of money whether it, you know it's a bad film or not i mean people want to see pierce brosnan as dr fate people want to see you know a badass you know um dwayne johnson so to say oh well you know black man on screen yeah i mean yeah, there's a lot in here for, for long time fans yeah to say that you know well well, Black Adam got similar audience reviews as as uh, as what Batgirl got. They're not they're not even in the same league. They're 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 no. I mean, you can't compare them. I've never seen a movie. I don't even know the Batgirl actress's name to be honest. She could be a phenomenal actress for all I know, but nobody was clamoring for Batgirl. Even with Ben Affleck being in it, I mean, Ben. Um, I'm sorry, not Ben Affleck. Even Michael Keaton being in it, Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons didn't even know why they were in that movie. <laughs> they didn't even know why. So that's where we're at. It reminds me of, um, who was it? Um, oh, Moon Knight. Ethan Hawke, who was like, I don't even know anything about this character. Like, I just show up and read lines. I don't even know his name. 
<laughs> Would you have seen a Batgirl? Um, probably only because we are co-hosts of a comic podcast. So, so now I feel obligated to go see movies earlier, even even if I might eventually just watch them when they came on free TV. The exception being Morbius. I, you know, actually, we did we did try to watch Morbius multiple times. I have not made asleep. it past. I haven't, I haven't made it past twenty five minutes. Same thing with, I don't know if you've tried watching it yet. And I don't, it's one of those weird things where I like everything I've seen. Maybe it's just because we're watching it at the end of the night. I've tried three times to watch The Sandman and I have not been through the first episode yet. It, it just keeps putting me to sleep and I'm enjoying it. So I don't really <laughs> understand why. It's very comic accurate and I'm really liking all of it. <laughs> but for some reason I wake up and it's like I'm on four episodes later because Netflix just keeps rolling. So I, I, I'm hoping I'm, to get through the first episode proper soon. I'm probably going to wait for the holidays when I'm not working and I'm going to binge it. I feel like that's a show that needs to be binged. I mean, I, I thought so too, but I can't even binge one episode. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. It might, it might just be getting old, Remzo. Uh, that might be just the, the truth of the matter that once nine o'clock passes, you know, these, these old eyes are fading. The, the struggle is real, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, Warner brothers discovery has stood by saying that the film didn't meet their standards. They took a, a uh, they took a loss and they got a giant tax write off from it. So they're, they're legally bound never to release Batgirl. Wow. And, uh, you know, at this point it's like, I, I almost like, I, I almost understand completely. It's like, Part of me is like, you already did it. You might as well put it out. But at the same time, it's like, listen, if they're really going to stand by this and they want to put out just genuinely good movies that they know people will go see and they know people will want more of, I mean, more power to them. I mean, we've got we've gotten spoiled. And I think in in our spoils, we're just like, you know, content is content. It's better to see it now than not see it. Kind of like how it was in the early 2000s before the MCU era completely changed comic book movies. But, you know, we don't need every fucking thing. I agree. We do not. Uh, we need quality things and good things, but we don't need every damn thing. So there is definitely something I respect about their decision to just be like, you know what? We can get a tax write-off. This thing sucks. It's probably going to bomb Morbius style. Why even, why even, why even deal with it? You know, let's just, why, why, why make Michael Keaton go through having been in this horrible movie? Let's just pull the whole thing. There is, there's something I kind of do respect about it. Even, even if it is somewhat comical. Yeah. I, I mean, DC heroes deserve more than what they've been getting on screen in terms of on-screen treatment. Uh, now, they're still pushing through some projects that I, I don't know how I feel about. They still greenlit a Black Canary series. They're still working on some other stuff. Apparently, they brought back Pennyworth. I know we have like one Pennyworth fan in in the second brick why do i think it's your brother it's not ironically (laughs) he's you know he he was like i can't get on pennyworth but they he's too busy binging uh agents of shield Shield. yeah uh i think it was jenny who's a pennyworth fan but they recently went ahead and rebranded pennyworth for his upcoming season they rebranded the show title pennyworth the origins of batman's butler which means if they had to go that length then nobody was really watching it but now they have to stress the batman ties or else you know, it's just not worth salvaging. So it's like, they're making some good decisions. They're making some weird decisions. I don't get, uh, I mean, I, I wonder now all, all this stuff is really in part of why Warner brothers discovery wanted to break out from AT and T last year. But at the same time, it's like a lot of these other things in terms of stories and what's canon and whether to reboot the whole thing. Is it, is it fair to just blame it all on Ezra Miller? I think so. I mean, I think so too. 
and who and whatever like satanic Hollywood handlers turned Ezra Miller into this, but that's again a whole another subject for perhaps a whole another podcast. But um, yeah, I, I don't think people like this turn into people like this randomly. Let's just put it that way. Cue wow. creepy MK Ultra music. We'll we'll be referencing this a few years from now when something happens and we're all like, see, we saw it coming. Yes, exactly. Um, what else is going on in the world of? of did She Hulk just come out? Are we supposed she, to? She Hulk is that? coming out in about a week. Okay. okay. I thought it came out this week, but I might not know. It, it feels like they are because they've had to rebrand their entire marketing strategy from watch She Hulk to watch an empowered female character to watch She Hulk because it has Daredevil. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it seems like they're just using Daredevil to sort of lure us all into. All a bunch of new content. They they show it. They give him flat anything that we might not really want to watch, or they think fans might not want to watch. They're like, hey, toss toss Daredevil in there. So we got Daredevil coming in She Hulk. We've got Daredevil coming in the Echo Show. We've got Daredevil coming in uh, that that Spider Man whatever it's called the Freshman Year Show. Uh, they're just plastering Charlie Cox everywhere to tease us and get us ready for this eighteen. I think we talked about this briefly on the announcements. 18 episode daredevil born again series i'm very excited about that um my theory with that is that uh they've realized the popularity of this character they've realized the uh, sort of underground if you can call it that popularity of charlie cox as daredevil uh so i mean they're giving us this is so far off the uh, the dc for on dc the marvel formula for tv shows which have been six issues six episodes here i go six episodes or i think wandavision was like eight or nine but 18 issues is just so far off of the reservation it's very much more akin to sort of the netflix format i guess you could say so i think it is i think they're going to try to give us something pretty close to that original show uh my theory being i think this born again sort of marketing i think that he was blipped in those five years in those five years is when perhaps the kingpin sort of rebuilt rebuilt himself um got in with the tracksuit guys and all that stuff and i think i think we're going to fill in some of those gaps whilst sort of reemerges into this uh, sort of uh, new MCU with all these these superheroes coming back after five years. So that that's where I'm seeing it go, and I'm and I'm pretty stoked for it. I'm here for it. I think everyone is because that seems to be the one thing that nobody uh, nobody has any negativity about right now. I mean, Eternals two got greenlit, and there's no there's no pizzazz about that. And um, I mean, it's it's just like you know. It's like what I said before, you know, we're spoiled, so I don't often want to complain about getting too much of a good thing. But, um, you know, even even right now, Marvel is concerned. Marvel Disney is concerned that they might have a quality control problem. Uh, they definitely the, have a way things. too much media coming problem that could certainly result in poor quality. And um, look, it hasn't come out yet, so I'm still going to wait till it's really released. But all early returns from She-Hulk show me that they are phoning in the effects at least a little bit. Yeah, so somebody compared uh, effects from movies in 2009. They showed Avatar, and then they showed um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, J.V. Jones, and then they compared it to She-Hulk and a few scenes from Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. And it is it is very obviously like it, it's not there. And, and it's not a lack of technology. It's not a lack of budget. It, it's a lack of time. And, and that's um, – I, th- I, think, I, I think one day – the MCU will end, hopefully not in our lifetime, but when it will end, it will not be because of a lack of demand, like what some uh, film critics and 
you know, folks who hate superhero movies say it will not be because it will not be because people don't want to spend money to go see it and buy the stuff related to it. It will be entirely because they became too bloated and people got so burned out they stopped working. Do I think they'll, you know, there'll be a lack of people who are up and comers who want to go ahead and fill the void? No, those people always come. But with that will come problems. And I think Marvel Disney will eventually just say, we gotta pump the fucking brakes. Perhaps. I, I think it's going to take a lot for them to get to that point because right now it's just a cash cow, but there are definitely the early signs. I mean, just look at phase four and five and six. It's more movies than we ever got in, in phase one, two or three, plus all these series on top of it. Plus, there's a bunch of stuff unannounced still. There's still other stuff that's going to be inserted in here. There's still new shows that are going to be announced. There's X-Men movies that are going to come in here. I mean, it's just insane. Um, I'm still here for all of it because for the most part, and again, I think this a lot of this comes to the fact that, at least especially for me, I grew up with no such thing as good superhero movies. We only had comics. There was just nothing quality out there, I would say, until until the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or until X-Men. I, I think they came, I think Tobey might've been like a year earlier, but those are the first, and those were exciting. But then to get this, to get this kind of quality until She-Hulk, I guess we'll see in a, in a, in an interconnected universe. I mean, that is just something that as long as they're doing a pretty decent job of it, it's, it's always going to get me going. Cause I was always about the interconnectivity in comics. Um, the fact that I could read four or five different books and characters would cross over and they'd reference events that were happening at the same time. That's what, that's one thing I just always loved about comics was that interconnectedness. So I think that's why the MCU is, is so lasting for fans like me. It's not just because it's, a pretty good quality, but it's the quality and this interconnectedness and they pay things off. I mean, they pay off Captain America one in Endgame like 12 years later. And that's just that they've been doing that phenomenally. But I think there is a danger looking at all these products coming and looking at potentially uh, a, a, a maybe a somewhat amateurish looking She-Hulk again, I'm going to give it a chance. Um, you know, there is the, the, the possibility uh, in the forthcoming years that by the end of phase six, I don't know. Fans will be burned out, but maybe the company will be burned out. Maybe Kevin Feige will be burned out. I mean, at some point, enough is enough, and maybe it is time for a, a year or two where they just don't put anything out. Like they, I mean, remember how excited we were about Black Widow? It's because we had nothing for like a year and a half, and I think oh, yeah. we were just head over heels about it at the time. Not even because it was great. I think in retrospect, we probably have it ranked more towards the middle or even the back half of Marvel movies. But it was just the first movie we've had in so long. So it might even be a necessary break at some point just to get us thirsting for, for something again. Cause right now there's no thirst at all. Yeah, no, we're, we're kind of drowning in stuff and it's, um, you know, only, only time will tell. Well, time will tell time will tell if we'll ever get any Batman movie, but, uh, it seems we are at least getting a little more Batfleck, And for that, I am, I am excited. Well, now about does it for today. Uh, you want to take us out? Sure. Um, yeah, keep reading comics and listening to us and uh, change the world. Change the world. <laughs> Good night, America. Adios. Be sure to leave the show a five-star rating and review and support the crew at patreon.com slash secondprintpod. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.